Well, hello everyone. This is Dola with Love in Your Life. Welcome. Uh, today we're going to talk about mental health and personal responsibility. Now we talk about two things on the show all the time: personal responsibility and emotional intelligence. And you'll see uh, that those are aligned here when we talk about the subject of mental health. And the reason I'm addressing mental health is because it seems to me that everybody's addressing mental health at this point, and I'm not really sure, um, you know, if uh, I belong there uh, because I have no real mental health background, but I absolutely have done my um, due diligence in studying and in correlating it with the subject of emotional intelligence. And this article in Psychology Today by this uh, Dr. Um, Bayer has, um, I think I mispronounced Bruning, I'm sorry, uh, mispronounced her name for sure, um, has gotten me to think in those terms and be able to help um, digest it for my audience. So the question is, um, are we granted mental health uh, stable mental health at birth, or do we acquire it somehow through living? So we call it a disease, and in a way, this served to reframe our turning away from the problem of mental health, throwing up our hands in some sort of mystification, or worse, disgust, into a degree of shifting us into a degree of empathy and in a, in a desire, a real desire to address the problem with whatever help may be accessible and applicable to the so-called sickness, right? So we put it, we recategorized it to make it easier for us to address the subject instead of turn away from it. Emotional challenges need to be helped by a professional who can now treat your disease. The problem is often the emotional sickness doesn't get better with the treatment. If, if for example, it's benign, the therapist, you know, a, a social worker or a therapist can speak to the person and dredge up their past, causing, you know, correlating a cause to the outcome. So, you know, the reason you're like this is because of this that happened in your childhood. But I'm questioning that because, okay, let's go back to the physical model, the you know, the physical illness model. What help is it to know that I have lung cancer because I smoked? Okay, it may give me some degree of uh, awareness and acknowledgement and um, maybe it offers some relief to understanding how a condition came to be, how this, you know, how I acquired this lung cancer. But it doesn't really help the disease to heal, does it? So, you know, I know that's a rather simplistic uh, way of looking at it, but I'm often questioning how therapists correlate cause to the outcome and how that gets the person to heal, you know. Um, awareness helps us all uh, to get to some sort of uh, next step, but it doesn't really heal us. So to continue with that disease model, if you're in a more serious mental health condition, and again, uh, the statistics are such that, you know, if we look at 2018, they're saying one in five adults had some degree of, could, you know, be categorized as some de having some degree of mental illness, and one in 25, some degree of serious mental illness. So, you know, the numbers are relatively staggering. So we need to have, you know, gr you know grab hold of this, 
thing, this problem, the societal problem, and help. But I don't know if we're doing um, the proper kind of help. So continue continuing with the disease model if you have a more serious mental health issue these mental health professionals are working very hard and often receive little reward and I don't mean remuneration I don't mean monetary reward but I mean in their hearts they often cannot see the progress only that they've made some bit of you know some someone more comfortable and as a mental professional said to me recently I can get people able to function she says um, and while that's something it's not really progress in the way one might see progress in a physical health challenge um, you know being treated and addressed um, where that treatment can actually lead to a cure there's often no cure, so to speak, in um, a mental illness uh, subject matter, right? So um, I guess I guess what I'm what I'm looking at is mental health people look tend to look, mental health challenges tend to be looked at from a societal, you know, need to change in society. You know, uh, the reason we have so many people that, um, you know, kill, you know, commit suicide is because they are not, they're on social media and social media is a place where people can bully people into um, committing, you know, to taking their own lives or whatever, you know, so we look at society and we blame society and we look at, you know, how do we change society and um, the public's behavior so that the person will will be better. Um, The individual is not responsible for the consequences of their actions. Society is the problem. And that's what we're seeing today, really, frankly, in our societal issues. But the problem is not, you know, when we are assigning blame and responsibility outside of ourselves, there's a couple things that could potentially happen, right? One is, what we're saying is, I'm unable, I have no control over what's happening to me. I'm helpless. And that's not really true, is it? We are not helpless over our own happiness and mental health. We have some control over that. And to the extent that we are downplaying that control control, or being being sort of... um, allowed to downplay it that's a disservice to us really Um, and then we feel loaded down and strained by our circumstance rather than empowered to do something about it to change those circumstances so therefore our own well-being is actually fortified when we take steps to meet our own needs you know I think of it that way so when I do an assessment and, and identify one's motivational needs and they're uncovered or disclosed and embraced by the individual who has taken the assessment. And then he builds his own internal fortitude in conquering the problem that he sees, you know, that he acknowledges he has. Um, that empowers him to change and to build those, you know, to take those action steps um, to then change his circumstance. And that's what emotional intelligence is. It's built by us and fortified by us taking responsibility and action to change it. You know, we always say emotional intelligence is not given to us at birth. We need to develop it through life. And that's good news because I have control 
over how I feel about something because I'm taking steps, action steps that I know I need to develop in myself to fortify my own ability to handle my emotional stress, right? So we address, so we develop our own ability to become aware of our triggers and how to address those triggers. Loretta Bruning, who wrote this article in Psychology Today, Personal Responsibility and Mental Health. I love the article to pieces because I'm going to provide you with some quotes from the article now. She said, "What?" She, the question she asks us, very important question, is what will happen to a society that trains young people to think they are not responsible for the consequences of their actions? It's somebody else's fault. I'm assigning blame outside of myself. What do, What are we telling people? What are we training young people that you are not in control? It's society's problem. They're making you feel this way. Not true. I and everyone else that knows anything, a modicum of, of uh, self-understanding, knows that that can't be true. The disease victim, which what it's allowing, she says, is is a disease victim rather than a learner of self management skills, because that's what it is. It's being able to manage yourself and your emotions, and that is again a different uh, a a um, a signal toward emotional intelligence. And Bruning says, help doesn't help when it panders to our national neg- natural negativity instead of helping us transcend it. So what it's saying is we are condoning natural negativity instead of helping people transcend their own internal mechanisms that cause their own feelings to be negative and therefore their actions and therefore their unhappiness, right? She refers to our uh, present societal challenge as an unconscious bias against personal responsibility, something that I stand for all the time. I say everything is about your personal responsibility. I wrote the book, It Is All About You, a search for personal, you know, personal meaning in your happiness and your happiness in our time here we have a short time here and you need to be happy but whose whose assignment is that you're who you are and no one gets to make you happy but yourself and you know the the shift in mind mindset that Bruning is calling for is she said mental health professionals could be taught to see their patients as managers of their own brains instead of victims of them. I think that is such a wonderful way to frame this entire conversation about mental health and personal responsibility. Kudos to Dr. Bruning because I see everything she says as a call to action on each and every one of us that wants to address the subject of mental health and do something positive toward correcting this sort of blame shame and blame a responsibility outwardly you know I'm projecting it outwardly but it's really inside me in, including the responsibility to change my circumstance. I don't know if that helps at all, but I just wanted to contribute to the conversation because I think these people that 
you know, are studying this stuff and addressing this stuff, I hope are being looked at by people, uh, you know, in, in, in life that are having mental illness challenges, or even depression challenges, mi- mild, you know, mild symptoms of, of mental illness and emotional, uh, you know, a, a awareness or unawareness, um, just to take a look at the components of emotional intelligence, and to accept the responsibility for your own happiness and success and mental health I don't know I I guess I'm all about that so I hope this made some sense to you guys out there and um, as I say I wish you uh, happiness and success in your personal and professional lives Um, take control of it because you have control don't take control but just be aware of the control that you already have Um, you know just acknowledge it and do something with it take action um, to make your 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 life work for yourself thanks for listening everybody until next time this is love in your life bye for now